0: Welcome to Everything Retirement Planning. This is Daryl, and this is episode number eight. Hey, before we begin, discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or an investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Security is offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member of Finra S I P C. Well I hope you're doing awesome out there. Uh just a great time right now of the year. I feel like we've shifted a little bit with the weather, at least lately, uh, to some cooler temps and the leaves are changing and falling and kind of my uh my time of year. I mean I love summer, don't get me wrong, but uh you know change into new things always kind of nice. So put some flannels on and You know, have some crisp air and hopefully you're getting out there and getting out and seeing some sporting events, football, soccer, cross country, some golf, whatever's going on in your world. So, anyways, today should you contribute to Roth 401K? And Roth 401K is what I'll be talking about. All right. So I know they're just obviously just a Roth IRA. And maybe this is new news. So you're like, what? There's Roth 401ks? So they're very underused. And as a matter of fact, eight out of 10 retirement plans administered by Vanguard offer a Roth 401k option by the end of 2022. And that fact came out of Barron's. So, all right. So eight out of 10. So 80% of plans, Vanguard, pretty big uh, mutual fund investment company, I'm sure they administer quite a few uh, retirement programs, 401ks. So eight out of 10 are, you know, 80% basically have that option. And uh, 2022, by the end of 2022. So that's uh, some some good numbers. But only 17% of participants um, are taking advantage of the the Roth. And this is just me. All right, I'm throwing it out there. A good question, you're like, well, well, why? You know, why 80%, once again, Vanguard administered group uh, retirement plans, uh, 80% are offering it, but only 17% of people are taking advantage of it. Don't know how to, just what do I do, right? Okay, I've been so used to doing a traditional uh, 401k, which would be pre-tax dollars, right? So you get your paycheck Money goes in before it's taxed, right? It goes into your four hundred and one k, your normal traditional four hundred and one k, and we've been doing that for years, and we like it, don't we? Because it's before it's not taxed yet, right? And it obviously it's money that is going there, and it's lowering that amount that the government's going to tax on that net check. So it's we just love that. We're I believe we're very used to that, and then the Roth came in. It's like, well, wait a minute. Well, I mean, the Roth's been out for years now. But as a 401k option, you know, Roth 401k, it's just my assumption people just don't know what to do. And that's fair, right? We don't know what to do, uh, and it's not one size fits all. So we'll talk a little, a little bit about that, all right? So number one, or not number one, something I wanted to just throw out there, you may not know this, Is just um, the law. Requires to make Roth 401k uh, contributions. What do I mean by that? Is we're talking a little bit about the the, the, the makeup here. So, or I, that's not even the right term, it's called a catch up. So, if you're 50 years of age or older and you're currently putting in the limit and it's limited to 22,500. And that's not a percentage limit; it's a dollar limit. So I don't know what that would mean based off your overall, you know, income, but the limit's twenty-two five. So beginning in twenty twenty-six, uh, post-tax contributions will be required. You're like, whoa! What'd you just say? Let me kind of go through this. So what happened is the Secure Two uh, There's a new law, and that's for individuals, as I kind of was just saying, that are age fifty and older can contribute above the limit on the 401k, which is, as I mentioned, 22,500. If you're wondering, well, what's the catch-up? The catch-up, at least in 2023 here, this will probably change a little bit into the future, but the catch-up amount is 7,500. So what that means is if you're maxing out, right, you're 50 or older, and you're putting in that 22,500, you're maxing it out, and you got a game plan, you're like, I want to put more money in, well, the catch-up allows you to put the $7,500 in. However, going back to what I said earlier, beginning in 2026, which would be since we're pretty late in 2023, let's just call it 24, 25. We got a couple of years here. That amount, okay, that, that catch-up will have to be post-tax contribution. What's post-tax mean? Well, we got pre-tax and post-tax. So that means the post-tax means the government will take the the taxes and then you contribute and it will have to go into a Roth 401k. So this is starting in 2026. So you got to make a mental note here. So if you're wanting to make um, uh, the extra catch-up contribution and you're 50 year, years age and older, you got a couple years where you could, um, obviously, you could still do, you don't need to do a Roth, you could just do a traditional if you wanted to. Um, But anyways, the law says, hey, the Secure Act 2.0 is a new law beginning in 2026. If you're going to do a catch-up, obviously, it means you're 50 years of age and older, it has to be in a Roth 401k. However, high-income earners will need to contribute Post tax, well, okay, that's an additional thing. Um, the people, the, the individuals out there making one hundred and forty five thousand dollars. This is actually important. This is, yeah. Um, if you're making, if you're if you're earning at that time one hundred and forty five thousand dollars or more, you're going to have to contribute into the um, the Roth four hundred one k. Okay, so I should have added that little piece. I was I was leading up to that. I should have put that in there. All right, so it depends on where your salary is, you will be forced to. So then what does that mean? If you're making less than that, then I believe you would not have to do a a Roth IRA, okay? So the point is this. You have a traditional IRA that you're doing, and if you're wondering, should I put it into a Roth? Well, the law will go ahead and just answer that for you. If in 2026, you want to do the catch-up, you're 50 years of age or older, and you're making 145,000 dollars or more, then you won't have an option. You'll have to put it into a Roth 401k. All right? Does that makes sense? So this is this law here, all right? And uh, the law is the law. Can't, can't get by that. All right. Now, Roth 401Ks are usually good options for younger people. and you ask why? Because they're in a lower tax bracket. Remember, a Roth 401k versus a traditional. Make me make this point here so you understand this. A traditional, let's talk about traditional because that's been around a lot longer. It's pre-tax, meaning the money that goes into your 401k, a traditional 401k, that money is not taxed. And then it's in your 401k, and hopefully you got it invested properly, and it's gonna go up and it's gonna go down, but hopefully you know over the years, you start to make money in there. The money that you make in there is not taxed, right, it's sheltered. Then you retire at age 65, 70, whatever age, and you start to distribute, you start withdrawing, taking money out of that traditional, then it's taxed as income, does that make sense? Okay, a Roth is not taxed, I'm, excuse me, it's taxed up front, right, so for example, let's just, you know, the amount that you put in would be after tax, so you, you, you would pay your taxes, then you would put money in To a Roth. So it's it's post-taxed. It goes into your Roth, it's invested just like a traditional. And then when you take the money out years down the road after 59 and a half, you're retired, whatever age that would be, when you start taking money out, there's no tax on it. Okay. So the Roth makes sense for younger people because they're in a lower tax bracket. Right? What does that mean? Well, that means. If you're in a lower tax bracket, then there's not a big um, advantage to have it pre-tax, because you're already in a lower tax bracket. If you're in a higher tax bracket, then you want to find ways to lower your uh, income, and that's what a traditional 401k will do because that's pre-taxed the money goes into your traditional 401k and you're not taxed on it and it lowers your taxable amounts okay and then older workers are in their peak earning years and they benefit from the tax deferred contribution because it lowers their their check and so let me just let me explain this let me put it in dollar terms it's going to help me anyways if I'm younger, and I'm making thirty thousand dollars a year and my monthly income is 2500 and I get paid twice a month. so it's 1250 and 1250 every other week. So I'm at 1250, right? I'm not gonna get heavily taxed on that, am I? So that's why a Roth 401k makes a lot of sense because there's no I'm not losing out' I'm, I'm not I'm already paying pretty low taxes already. So the after the post-tax um, amount that I'm putting in there is not that big of a deal, right? Does that make sense? Now let's let's look at somebody who's ha- is a higher earner, and they're in a higher tax bracket. And let's just say they're making five thousand dollars every you know every two weeks. Well, they would like to go. Hey, I don't want to get taxed in that five thousand dollars. How do I lower it? Oh, a traditional four hundred one k. So if they're putting, I'm making numbers up here, if they're putting $1,000 into their traditional 401k, now the next, that uh, uh, takes that 5000 it once taxable now it because you put it into additional 401k, now that lowers it 1000 so now I'm only going to be taxable on 4000 which then you have probably other things that they're putting money into that'll even lower that. So higher earners traditionally like the traditional 401k because it lowers their tax liability. That's... Hopefully it makes that, hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Now the quandary is, uh, as I just kind of went through that, that's the quandary. High earners save a lot in, in, as a, in a traditional account. As I said, a traditional 401k, they're going to save a lot because they're in a high tax bracket and it's going to be beneficial to pay um, uh, no tax or no no post tax contribution. They're reducing their their required um, amounts, right? Right. Um, they're reducing their taxable amount. My goodness, doing spins around here. Okay. So, it, it it just it gets a little a little kind of confusing. Um but the deal is, as I said earlier, right up front there, you, you, it, this is a case by case, individual by individual um to understand this what it means to you. Should I do a Roth 401k? Should I do a traditional one? It really kind of depends um, I already talked about the law. The law is already telling you if you're making $140,000, $145,000 or more and you're 50 and above and you're doing a catch-up, you don't have it, you don't have to worry about it. You've you got to put it into a Roth, just a catch-up amount, okay? Does that make sense? Now, if you're wondering, well, what about splitting? Because you could split. You could put money into a traditional... And you could do put money into a Roth. That gets too complex because I don't know your 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 situation, right? You really got to have a plan in place. Look at the numbers and really you know understand and and do the analytical side of things and looking at the numbers. That would be be a must. All right. So I have a note here. Let's see. It says side note required. Oh yeah. So required distributions, uh, which currently start at age seventy three which can be pushed, oh, right, okay, can be pushed, can push the retiree into a higher tax bracket and into a higher, okay, so what that's saying there is here, when you are 73 years old and you have IRAs, there's a thing called a required minimum distribution, the government's basically saying, hey, you've been deferring this for a long time, right? You've been putting money into these accounts and now it's time to take the money out. And that money that comes out is, if it's traditional 401k, 100% of that is just, it's income. So whatever income bracket you're in, it depends on how much income you have, that's what, how much tax you're gonna have to pay on it. Whether it's 20 or 30, it just depends on your overall income. And I don't know what that would be. However, you may not be thinking about this one. You're going to have uh, Medicare. That's going to be your health insurance when you're in, you know, 73 and above when you're retired. So that minimum distribution can kick up your income, which then can also give you higher premiums. So all this stuff, you really have to think it through, all right? So now if you're doing a Roth, it's going to be a little bit different, all right? A Roth... Obviously, Roth withdrawals are not taxable. All right, they're going to provide obviously should have framed up. Gonna, it's a little more flexible with the with the four hundred one k Roth benefit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, uh, lower tax bracket. Uh, avoid paying. Uh, avoid paying the 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 um, the medic the Medicare Part B and and D premiums. Right, because it's it's not going to be taxable. So when you're taking money out of a Roth 401k, uh, and I don't have the breakdowns right in front of me here in regards to, well, how much income do I need to earn to just not have to pay that higher premium on Medicare Part B and, and D, you know, that's what I said, that's where that comprehensive plan kind of you need to take a look at. And at death, a Roth balance can be passed on to beneficiaries free of taxes, so, um, the ba- the basically, here, you, you're gonna pay taxes. Either you pay the taxes first, and then there's just some advantages on the. Uh, that's, that's the whole thing with Roth. Roth is I'm, I, I pay taxes, then I contribute. Traditional is I don't pay taxes until I take the money out. All right. So, there's advantages to both. It just depends on your situation. It really depends on your situation. So, how much to contribute to a Roth? 401k, and I already said it. it's, it's 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 you have to have a your own custom comprehensive plan, man. That's what you need to do, right? And and uh, otherwise, you know, as I said, the law will make you contribute to a Roth 401k. If you're talking about the catch-up, that that is just the the, the up part of it. If you're 50 and older and your income is 145,000 or higher, you won't have a choice. You'll have to put put it into a Roth. Okay, so. I hope this made sense. Uh, if anything, it, it, hopefully it poked and made you think a little bit about, wow, a Roth 401k. Didn't even realize those existed. Maybe I should take a look at it. Oh, wait a minute. I don't know what I should do between a traditional 401k and a Roth 401k. You know, maybe I needed to do some analysis, talk to an advisor, talk to somebody that can help me really take a look at what this means you know, today, and obviously into my future, you know. So that that's really important. That's uh, that's, that's called having a comprehensive financial plan, my friend, uh, on your retirement, and such a must, because there's a lot of moving pieces. They all have their own different little rules. And here's the, the, the little kicker is things change. We, we, we plan from what we know today, Knowing that things are going to change in the future, the government's going to change the laws, and which could change the taxes, which could change a lot of things, and and that's well to me, that's what just gives me so much excitement because it's like great, we have to keep strategizing, and we can't give up. We can't just go, oh okay, put me into this right now. You know, I'm 53 years old. I'm going I'm to retire in you know in 12 years at 65. And uh, everything will be okay. It's like, great, we're going to do a plan today at 53. But, man, we got to be like monitoring it and updating it and communicating all the time up until 65 and beyond because, you know, you still have to plan even obviously when you're in retirement. Things are constantly changing. So, uh, cool. Well, I hope this made sense. If not, um, listen to it again. If not, then just reach out to me. <laughs> hey, I hope you're well. I look forward to the next time and we'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you so much.